So I want to welcome everybody to today's episode of the Trauma and Healing Podcast. And it is my pleasure to welcome today my guest, Stefania Kalin. No? Uh, uh, Chaolin, very close. Chaolin. Chaolin. Very oh, close. God. This is the third time, folks, that I have done this. I have asked her, I don't know how many times. I'm so sorry, Stefania. No. Uh, oh, yes, this is Stefania, and she is a talented yoga teacher and psychotherapist. And Stefania, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We have, I have had the pleasure of having conversations with Stefania about what yoga brings to people, how it helps. And of course, as a psychotherapist, we, we meet on a lot of things. So for anyone listening that doesn't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you come to train in yoga and psychotherapy? How has it helped you? Well, first of all, Claudia, thank you so much for the invite. At the moment, I feel, I feel that my body is resp- responding to, to this new experience with excitement, but also a bit of fear, I have to admit. Okay. But I will shake it off after the podcast. So the, well, first of all, the surname is actually, it's actually an Irish word that means little music, but it's it's a Venetian yeah. surname. So you weren't, you weren't wrong, really, when you said yeah. Keolin, which is little music in Irish. And that's how I wanted to say Quailin. <laughs> In my mind, I keep going for the Irish of Quailin. Um, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's how I landed in Ireland. But that will be another material for another podcast, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> okay. the, the yoga and psychotherapy. Well, I, I experienced like many therapists probably do and did in their lives. I experienced obviously trauma, childhood trauma. And at the age of... 15 I started to research and bear in mind when I was 15 I I didn't have access to internet because internet was not there so basically what I did was I was researching ways of coping with mental health Mm -hmm. illnesses or distress Mm -hmm. and I found this thin book which I don't remember the title but Mm -hmm. um, it was talking about yoga and psychotherapy and how yoga it's it's a tool basically that could help self self self-regulating in Mm -hmm. times of Mm -hmm. distress so again it was late 90s and that's Mm -hmm. that's giving away my age but anyway it was late 90s (laughs) rural Italy and so yoga was not as popular as Mm. it is right now so by coincidence, a few couple of years after I read that, I I joined a yoga class. And again, I arrived there in a very interesting and unexpected way. I remember clearly what I felt the minute I I was on that mat. Well, actually, not right that when I started, because at the beginning I felt it was just weird. You know, you're, you're a teen <laughs> yeah. and you're surrounded by these adults and they're chanting home and you're like, okay, what is this? Am I joining a cult? Or what what is that? Right. I, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really I couldn't really understand and I was intimidated by it. But then at the end, I felt that spaciousness in the in the silence and it was the first time that I experienced that in that way 
And I got, I got very, very curious, especially coming from traumatic events at the young age. I, I don't feel I was ever, you know, that kind of happy, happy child or happy mm-hmm. teenager. I was very torn and, and, and troubled for a lot of things that, that have happened up to that point. Mm-hmm. But that silence was so loud and clear. And mm-hmm. so I got hooked and I wanted to study therapy back then. But again, yeah. life as different you know made different decisions or I made different decisions Mm -hmm. actually so life took different turns and probably I had to go through more pain more joy more experience to then be even better I feel equipped as as a person Mm -hmm. to understand therapy so in a sense my psychotherapeutic journey started on the yoga mat and the degree arrived later but i i feel that the two these two beautiful and amazing disciplines they've been extremely transformative for for my life and uh, i've gained so much knowledge and understanding with both of them and i couldn't imagine my life without therapy or without yoga and so yeah this is this is how my yoga and therapy journey started and uh, both of them they gave me some important insights of of just how to be in the here and now in the now and where there was that moment of complete silence and and that moment of introspection so I'm extremely grateful for for the way it 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 went there have been a time actually there was a time in my life when I was you know, beating myself up for not starting college straight after, you know, high school. But again, maybe I had to be in another mental health space and and maybe I had to practice before in terms of yoga, before actually deciding to, to jump on a, or to start college. So you know, for whoever are listening, and I know some of us are, sometimes we, we are great of beating ourselves up for not making the decisions at the right time, but they always are, they're always at the right time, you know, like things yeah. come when they're meant to. And I know it sounds like, like those kind of bossy words, so true. but they come when, when you're ready, they come when they have to come. And uh, I wouldn't change anything despite the trauma, despite the tears, despite the sorrow and Mm -hmm. the desperation that I experienced Mm -hmm. in some of my years. I wouldn't change anything. And again, it comes back to the wounded healer Mm -hmm. archetype, right? That we, most of us as therapists, we do go through that. And that's why we do our job in the way we do, because we experience that. So We're seeking to heal ourselves. Exactly. Yes, there is that part of us that it's seeking yeah. to heal ourselves. And, and yeah, I I am extremely grateful for these two for these two disciplines. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fantastic. And I mean, it's quite clear you know you're quite young when you were first drawn to this but it was quite clear that your intuition drew you to this knowing there was a knowing that this was what you needed 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you were aware from a young age of your experience of the world. And there's something more I can I can trust that there's something more and I can understand something more that can help me go through this. And again, Claudia, I still cannot get my head around it, how I landed there, to be completely honest, because I wasn't yeah. exposed to, to yoga as we are exposed now. I wasn't exposed to that type of knowledge. But like you said, there was a knowing that there was yeah. a desire to heal to heal the trauma and my soul has found a way to and tools to do that and and so you know sometimes I feel that whatever we are seeking with a deep desire it will it will come to us in some shape or form so I'm I'm very again I know I've said that three times already but the word that keeps coming up for me is grateful Mm, yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing that because I do think you know we do need to give ourselves permission to follow follow our feelings follow our intuition to go there's there's a yearning there's a knowing there's a something inside of us that's telling me where I am right now is not where I want to be I'm not quite sure where it is I want to go Mm-hmm. But let's follow it. You know, that curiosity you had as a young person, it, like it served you so well. And mm-hmm. if we can trust ourselves that we will know if we go on the wrong path and we can recreate, correct ourselves to go back on the way we need to. And it's powerful in the end where we can end up. And and yoga, yoga and psychotherapy are tools yes. that help us to get in touch with that knowing. Like yes. they're tools that they peel away all those conditionings, all those layers of of, of trauma that uh, and sorrow that yeah. uh, blinds us to. And basically, there are ways for us to maybe I would uh, tentatively use this word, but self actualize in a yeah. sense of you know bringing our soul to the journey that we are supposed to to be an experience so the more you practice the more you're in therapy and I'm obviously still in therapy proudly mm-hmm. yes <laughs> you know the more you're into these journeys the more you are getting in touch with what you like what you don't like and you mm-hmm. get more attuned with what aligns with with you and what doesn't and so yeah. in, a, in a certain way, you make better decisions or more soul-informed decisions or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, body-informed decisions, because obviously the body tells you. We know very yeah. well when something doesn't feel right. And why are we not following that? Because of obviously mm-hmm. all the triggers, conditions, conditionings, and, and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. But and trauma that, away, that disconnects us. You know? absolutely yes yeah yes yeah oh mm-hmm. fabulous answer thank you so much for that that's that's so that's so rich you know mm. it, it sounds like it's been a long journey for you to get from here to there mm. but that I think is a gift if you can you know get quiet enough to be able to listen uh to be able to hear what's being said within and know that feels good that doesn't I don't want to do that anymore and allowing yourself follow it 
giving yourself permission to follow it. that mm-hmm. again is a, is a gift and that's what I think you know yoga and psychotherapy can can offer people is that that connection to self that deeper connection to self absolutely and these layers the more attuned you are with your life really it's it's it, it's fascinating but that intuition it gets stronger the more you are exploring the self that could be through yoga or could be through therapy and as I was saying for me they are complementary there I couldn't I couldn't imagine my life without one of them you know they're part of the same deal for me you know and yeah and what I often say to people in the therapeutic practice but also in the yoga practice what do you feel right now, right? That's what therapists would say, right? What do you feel? What are you experiencing right now, in the right now, in the moment? And yeah. that, in that moment, when we are quiet, in that, in that silence, we can always hear the truth. You know, mm. it, we could always hear what our soul craves for in that silence. And it's so precious and it's mm. so healing. Again, coming back to healing, the healing piece, the trauma piece, that yeah. silence, the expansiveness of that silence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, trauma can disrupt so much. Yeah. You know, it, it disrupts emotional regulation, our ability to regulate. It disrupts that mind-body connection because we were born connected to ourselves. The increase in shame or self-blame when trauma happens, even increase in pain or illness due to the immune response in the body. And if we are, you know, go so long, so disconnected, we we have no, we've no sense of it. We've no sense of why we're, you know, I've lost a head and I don't know why I did. You know, there's obviously a lot happening before that moment, but we're so disconnected from ourselves. So, and and there's this piece of, you know, well, in, in terms of yoga and actually psychotherapy. So it's kind of these simplistic views. Yoga is just stretching. Yoga is just, you know, it's about exercise. Or sure, why would I go to therapy? I, I have my friends that I can talk to. All it is is somebody listening, sitting there listening. They're not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. But what yoga and psychotherapy can do is reconnect. You know, and, you know, you're the yoga teacher, so you can speak to this. But the, the benefits of yoga towards emotional regulation helping you and know what your emotions are in order to regulate them helping mm-hmm. you in that mind-body connection can you speak a little bit on on what you've seen and how yoga and therapy helps someone with these disruptions absolutely well obviously the, as probably most of your listeners they they would know and as you would know probably the that there's been an extensive number of of researches on how breathing pranayama, so breathing exercises, asana, so the aspect of yoga and obviously the meditation, they all help to self-regulate the body. And it's, you know, I feel that that's a pretty common knowing at this point, right? There is a lot of there is a lot of there are a lot of researches and writing around that. But what I feel it gives you that people might not be aware of, or maybe they 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 go to yoga, they go to therapy, and and maybe they haven't experienced that yet, or maybe they do experience, but they haven't 
put their attention into it, to that is the limitations that we feel within the body and within the therapeutic process. But in simple words, when you are, when the class is finished or when therapy is finished, just before therapy ends, you would ask the, the person, the client, how do you feel? And most of the time, not all, not always, but most of the time they say something like, well, I feel lighter. I feel I have more clarity. And the same thing, it's usually in the yoga practice. At the end of Shavasana, at the end of the full relaxation, you ask a person, they would probably... Most of the time, they would say something like, well, I feel lighter, I feel calm. So obviously, that's not always the case. And there are good reasons why it's not always the case. Sometimes in both of these practices, you know, you could feel differently. You could feel angry, you could feel tired, you could feel energized, you could feel too energized, you know. Yeah. But generally speaking, most people would experience that. And yeah. even if they don't experience that that calmness, but they do experience anger, they do experience something else that was their previous state when they come in, it's amazing. Something something has shifted, which is really, yeah. really, really good. So that in itself proves that those two disciplines and practices are extremely helpful yeah. in, in very, very simple words. But of course, then we could talk about all the amazing researches and amazing studies that have been done, especially in the past 20, 30 years, when yoga gained a lot more popularity and therapy became more accessible to people. So, but again, if you think about your own clients, I'm sure you would agree with me that vast majority of them, they would say, well, I feel I have more clarity. I feel calmer. I feel yeah. a, a release. And they often yeah. talk about a release. And same thing after yoga class. I, 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 you know, I usually stay with people for a few minutes afterwards, and we talk about it, how it went, how it was for you. And I'm always amazed by the the faces of some people that they look so you know mm. the forehead so open and the big smile and the body feels just more aligned so yeah. that in itself to me it's a proof that these two disciplines are extremely helpful for self-regulation yeah for sure and it, it touches on another kind of if you're if you're entering into this for trauma work, the need for trauma-informed practitioners, because as you say, yes, there's a lot of positives that can be felt. Um, and at the end of a class feeling, you know, I feel lighter, I feel, but it can actually, if you have been disconnected from your body, if you have been disconnected from your emotions for a very good reason, that mm -hmm. reconnection can feel really overwhelming sometimes. And I'm wondering, you know, what are your thoughts on being trauma-informed in these spaces? Well, I feel it's um, it's extremely important, especially, well, I would say in, a, in therapy, I think it comes with the training. So most of the trainings would give you tools and skills to support people mm -hmm. and to, yeah, to, to, to know or, or understand what trauma trauma is where in yoga i feel 
because of the nature of maybe teacher trainings or preparation, I, th- I feel there is a little bit more to, to do. We need to train teachers, in my opinion, to be more informed because obviously some some asana, some posture, some breathing exercises and some sequencing, they can open up stuff for yeah. people. And obviously yoga teachers, they don't need to feel that they need to become therapists in order to support yeah. them. But just to, just to be aware that that could be the case, that I remember, for example, 23 years ago, or in the yoga classes, vast majority of people, like, they were crying. There was, I don't know, the first yeah. four or five years of my practice, we were all crying all the time. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? And then all of a sudden, we stopped crying. And you see people coming with their fancy gears and ready to, you know, rock and roll. And there is a different spin to it, which is, okay. which is amazing. It's good. I, I feel I... I I love that. I love that kind of fun element of, of this practice. But yeah, we need to always remember that these are extremely ancient poses, ex- ancient way of detoxifying the body. So mm-hmm. I'm never surprised if he cries after my class or or somebody yeah. feels upset because it, it can happen. I mean, it's something that it wouldn't happen half often but it does happen and I feel we need to welcome that we need to welcome the tears we need to welcome the openness of old wounds and maybe the purification of those you know so yeah coming back to your question I feel both therapists and yoga teachers in a general sense it would be amazing if both of these two professions they were well well trained on on, on trauma yeah but, so I think we are heading towards that anyway Claude I think there is a lot more discussion about that and and the connection yeah. between the body and the mind it's now you know it's getting kind of common knowledge so it's, yeah. it's amazing and starting from also he's recognizing that so it's everything yeah. moving around us right so it's undeniable I mean, it's undeniable. There are so many studies confirming that. So, mm. yeah, yeah, and there is, there's, as you say, there's a, there's a greater awareness now. And and what was coming up as you were talking, you know, you you have to feel it to heal it. And yes. the welcoming of that, that the welcoming of that, going well, this is actually positive, even if it doesn't feel great in the moment. But being able to be held in that. But also, mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm, I'm thinking of myself when I was going through my own healing. I didn't know a lot of the time what was going on. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody tell me this makes sense. This mm-hmm. is actually part of the process. And this is how you might be feeling as a result of, you know, the, again, the disruption, the disconnection of mind and body. Mm-hmm. I always found that grounding for me. So the reason why I asked about the trauma informed is that, you know, having somebody hold that for you and know that it's okay you can begin to trust it in yourself because if you're around somebody who doesn't know and they're like well actually I don't know what's happening for you it can be very it can be quite scary I think Mm. so yeah the feeling it to heal I I I love that 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 saying but yeah in both in both aspects in psychotherapy and in yoga Mm. uh, there is a greater movement towards I feel trauma-informed 
healing rather than it just be it's a class for exercise it's it's for both it's Mm. for as you say those stretches those asanas they can put you into I'm just uh, forgive me because you're the expert in this but like (laughs) these heart opening poses can feel quite vulnerable and if you feel vulnerable in your body your body will remember the last times you felt vulnerable and it can really Mm -hmm. start to bring up stuff and I think it's important to know that that is normal that that is okay and if you need support in that yes complemented with psychotherapy it's not always necessary but even just to know there's nothing wrong it's mm. absolutely normal that emotions will come up that you didn't know were there mm. and yeah. therapy and therapy verbalizes what the body is feeling and yoga in terms of asanas because then yoga obviously has a lot of different elements and asana is just one of them but asanas yeah. in terms of poses can be a way for the the, the, the words to be expressed through the body so that's why you know sometimes people ask me oh my god but there are two different professions and I said yes they are but they are the same thing you know they're they're mm-hmm. just they're just the two faces of the same coin for me because they make sense yeah. to me in my own experience how both of these two have been so helpful like whatever I was experiencing I then you know go to my therapist talked about it review it cried verbalize it put it the right words of of understanding and then whatever happens on the mat it happens on the mat where I felt it but I felt mm-hmm. that and I still do and obviously one of the biggest lessons for me in both of these two worlds is that there are limitations and the limitations mm-hmm. that I experience on the mat that are actually the same that then I experience in life right sometimes I go through phases when I'm extremely unflexible and I'm like okay where am I also unflexible in life right Mm. and then if I experience nice acceptance that my body is built in a way that I will never perform a certain asana a certain pose in a certain way the same thing is with therapy probably I will never reach something that it looks so unattainable and perfect but I I can just be good enough and I can be good enough in both of in the on the mat and in my therapeutic space with my therapist Mm -hmm. where I accept that there are some limitations I feel that we 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 went through this very interesting phase where therapy has been made accessible which is amazing but also it, 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 some ideas of some of therapy or psychology have been turned into something a little commercialized in a sense of being being sold as the cure for everything. It's not really, we're not talking about curing, we're talking yeah. about healing, that it's a different concept. And yeah. maybe healing also means accepting that something will always trigger me will trigger me in a different way maybe I will understand it better I will understand that this thing comes from that traumatic event and I can respond better but it doesn't mean that will go away so this idea you know overcoming your limits I feel it's a bit misleading and it could lead into 
perfectionism, into this obsessive chasing of perfection in the therapeutic space and in the yoga space, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a kind of a tall woman. And so as a tall woman, yoga wouldn't be necessarily, right, the, the physical practice for a tall woman, mm -hmm. because usually if you're shorter, it, the, the asanas are a little bit more accessible. So there are things okay. that my body will not, will never perform, will never do. Yeah. I could train 20 hours a day, you know, it will never happen, but it's yeah. okay. It's okay. My body has limitations. My mind has limitations. My understanding of healing has limitations and they evolved all the time. So I don't know if this makes sense, but... Yeah, it does. I mean, it's an invitation to accept what is, whether on the mat or in the room and the therapist. And I really hear you about that curing piece. And, and I almost get a sense sometimes the curing piece is about when am I not going to feel this? When am I not going to... If I have a feeling that is too much or a feeling that I don't want or I see as negative, then I've failed in some way. I haven't done it right. And I have to keep going harder, faster, you know, learning more. When the healing, when the living part of this is, I will have emotions every day of my life until I die. That is part of what makes us human. But if my ability to accept them is compromised, if I see them as less than, as, as too much, as, as, as negatives, then I'm always going to be in battle with myself when it's just purely human. If we can invite ourselves to accept our humans on the mat, in the room, you know, brushing our teeth, that's where that's where we'll heal. Mm, I 100 percent agree with you. And yeah. I think that it's a more authentic, a realistic view of healing. It's Ooh. not when am I going not to feel that? When am I going to? do a handstand where am I going to meditate for five hours it's nothing but to do with that it's it's acceptance piece that yeah I would feel like upset I might be triggered but my understanding of all of this it increases when when we spend more time with ourselves and both of the two, these two practices are yeah solo in a sense like the therapeutic process it's it's a lonely process and the same thing with the yoga mat yes you can obviously it's amazing and beautiful practicing with other people it's phenomenal mm -hmm. the energy it's it's totally different but again it's an individual experience and it's the yeah. same thing when you are doing group therapy it's it you know you feel the support from the group you feel the love and the hate mm -hmm. <laughs> you feel all of these things from the group but at the same time it's a solo experience it's an individual experience yeah yeah and it's yeah you, 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 how you do it is not wrong it is just mm -hmm. how you're feeling in the moment and it is a learning opportunity mm -hmm. it is a is that a way it's a way to meet yourself and going you know I'm feeling this in the moment while wow, the curiosity getting to that going what is this trying to teach me? You know, okay. it's not something that needs to be punished or pushed away or pushed down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if somebody was thinking of starting their healing journey, so I, I, I have a feeling I don't have to ask you, you know, do you think healing is possible? I, I think I know the answer to that. 
So if someone is thinking of starting their healing journey, what advice would you offer them? You know, if today was their first day on that step. Mm, To be curious, to be open, to be surprised by what comes up. What often, often in the therapeutic room, you know, clients, they would come, they would bring something and then all of a sudden, we are somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very interesting journey because, yeah, it's it's a journey of curiosity. Both of yeah. them, both of them are the yoga practice and the therapeutic practice are practices of curiosity. And then mm-hmm. coming back again and again, it comes back to me, acceptance, not compare yourself. And then obviously, in the yoga room, if you're practicing with other people, that's where your mind often goes. Like, okay, oh, this one next to me is doing this and that. And and it's very, very cool because whatever we are thinking or experiencing on the yoga mat, it's actually how we operate outside that yoga mat. Yeah. So are yeah. we comparing ourselves? Are we basing our value on merely performance of mm-hmm. of an asana or are we experiencing the asana for what it is and obviously you know instagram doesn't help because mm-hmm. all this yogi yogis or this therapist that they look so that they all have it all together and they can perform these amazing asanas or they can talk so eloquently about amazing concept but ultimately how are we you know experiencing our own individual our own individual experience how are we living that experience so I feel I feel yeah if if a person would would, the only advice that comes up the only advice the few advices that come up in my mind are obviously curiosity acceptance and yeah both of them are it a journey of self-discovery and what you find you don't know you don't know what you're going to find Um, and I think if I can add in that just have having compassion for uh, what you may find and how you may feel going through it because you can you know that curiosity and acceptance but having compassionate acceptance and can really go a long way and heal that Mm. journey even heal that relationship even with yourself Yeah. Okay. So if anybody listening to us today, I wanted to know more, do you have any books or resources that you'd recommend? I have uh, so many books and it's, it was hard to, it's hard for me to think about just one, but you can choose as many. I'll put I, them will. In the show <laughs> I will, I will. Well, there are all the, you know, the body keeps the score. That's extremely mm-hmm. beautiful. There are few Roberto Sajoli psychosynthesis that I find it fascinating. Like Sajoli okay. uh, was a contemporary of Jung and psychosynthesis. It's, an, um, it's a very, very interesting branch of psychotherapy and in some mm-hmm. ways incorporates oh. yoga in, okay. in some ways. But the one that was life-changing and I read it when I was 18. It's called Awareness. Um, mm-hmm. 
Anthony Damello. Damello, I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a book that I would often recommend to friends or even to clients or, or, or yoga practitioners. It's not necessarily a super wordy and, you know, fancy <laughs> book, but it's mm-hmm. in its simplicity it really hits the spot. I, I find that yeah. book so straightforward. And as I said, I, 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 I love that book because that book represents to me my healing journey. And as mm-hmm. I said, I read it when I was very young. So it really, yeah, it, it really evokes in me that beautiful mm-hmm. and warm experience of awakening, but not awakening yeah. in of awakening but yeah. uh, starting to open my eyes let's put it this way yeah beautiful I love when a book does that you know you never forget that first book that you read and it was like oh there is another way there's something different out there there's again speaking back to that intuition piece your intuition will guide you to what you need and if you can trust yourself on that and go with it it's, it's magic what you can find mm-hmm. yeah Okay. Any any other books you wanted to mention before I move on from that? Well, we talked about body, and of course, there are so many beautiful body psychotherapy mm. books, including When the Body Says No by Gabor Mate. The body, but there is another book that I find it's 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 an easy read, but I really really enjoyed it. It's mm-hmm. called The Body Is Not an Apology. Um, oh that's been on my list actually I keep meaning mm, to get that it's it's a, it's a very very nice book yeah that's an American isn't it that wrote it yes yes it's Sonia Renee Taylor there you yeah. go yeah I knew I knew it so okay that'll be that'll have to go into the mix now pretty soon because it keeps coming back to me it keeps getting recommended that's great okay great so then I suppose anybody listening that wants to either, you know, is thinking about starting yoga, is thinking about going to therapy and wants to contact, where do they find you? Where, you know, do you do yoga classes? Where do you do them? Where do you mm-hmm. conduct your therapy? Yeah, so I'm based in Dublin, Ireland. My website is sunshinewithin.com. And I was, as I was explaining before, that that name came from my first yoga class, oh, and yeah. I experienced that immense light and 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 that beautiful silence. And mm-hmm. so I it I wanted to honor that because it has been the most transformative journey for me. And I mm-hmm. wonder as well. I'm, I'm sure many many of your listeners that they practice yoga or they're in therapy they they felt that and maybe you felt it yourself that yeah that beautiful light that silence that joyful moment of nothingness which is amazing it and felt so, like home yeah exactly it feels so much like home right mm-hmm. it feels like okay this is where this settle. is who i am yeah, yeah. this is who i am so yeah, definitely within.com. That's my, my website. So they can reach there. Otherwise I'm based as we say in Dublin for now, then who knows uh, where like me, but I'm, I'm teaching into a couple of studios. So probably Instagram will be the most updated okay. sort of information. So where you can find me. 
Okay. And that will be Stefania underscore Sancho within. I'll put all of that in the show notes so people can find you quite easily. And Stefania, thank you so much. I feel like there's 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 so much in what we were talking about today. And I feel like actually we could talk for another hour about another million questions that um, mm-hmm. I could ask you. <laughs> but perhaps you'll come back on again because oh. we have been talking. And, and I know if you want to tell people you, you're doing a retreat in Italy in May, is it? Yes, yes, we're doing every okay. May for the days, and of course, I'm I'm extremely excited to actually host the retreat in my own country and bringing mm. people there. So I'm 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 so excited, but I'm planning other ones in other parts of the world or maybe in Ireland. We'll see how it goes, yeah. but uh, that's 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 my plan for this year and the next year to hold a space where people can experience yoga and the therapeutic aspect of yoga so yes the having a healthy it's to me it's it's wonderful but it's a byproduct of obviously a deeper deeper experience and Mm. uh, I hope I hope with my classes or or with my therapeutic process Mm. that people can can feel that can experience that that's that's what I'm I'm hoping that these sessions the sessions holding and the retreat can facilitate that because I feel everyone have that sunshine within everyone has that light and as you said rightly so it's home it's it's our true source we were born with that ability to to experience that and it doesn't matter how long we've been disconnected that true essence of who we are is always going to be there we just have to unearth it you know as you say go down through the layers and it it is there waiting for us and that might sound very woo woo but I do believe it so yeah thank you very much and I I do think we'll be talking again for perhaps another episode because as I say I had loads of questions coming up there and uh, yeah Is, is there anything else you wanted to say before we finish up Yes, Claudia, I'm going now to shake off my body because <laughs> it was a very terrifying, beautiful experience. As I said, it's my first podcast. English is not my mother tongue. I'm dyslexic. Oh, brilliant. So there yeah. is all of this, right? And so I'm going to give my body a well-deserved shake. and and yeah it's been amazing and i hope was helpful to your listeners yeah no i think it will be i think a lot of people will get a lot out of this and i think it'll spark a lot of people to get into either therapy or yoga but for a different reason now so thank you i really appreciate that and watch this space and watch out for sunshine within and where it goes because it sounds like it's going to go worldwide soon enough (laughs) <laughs> thank you thank you Claudia all right. yeah all right thanks bye. Bye. bye well that's it folks I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did and perhaps it's inspired you to take that yoga class to reconnect perhaps it's to follow that whisper telling you there's something else or something more out there thank you again for listening and don't forget to like follow and share Thank you so much and I will talk to you very, very soon.